Good morning. It is wonderful to see you. Today is Friday, June 5th, 2020. This week's Parsha contains the very famous mitzvah and the very famous passage of Birchas Kohanim, that the Kohanim, a Kohen, has an obligation to bless the Jewish people. We spoke about this at length uh, last night during the Thursday night uh, class. I'd like to share something today from a colleague and a friend of mine, Rabbi Ruvain Tradberks, who now lives in Israel. So we understand that this mitzvah, that the Kohen should bless the people with this specific blessing, Yevarechacha, Hashem, Yishmarecha, etc., what we refer to as Birchas Kohen and the priestly blessing, we understand that that is an intrinsic part of the daily sacrifice, first in the Mishkan and then in the Beis HaMikdash. And the Rav, Rav Soloveitchik, explained that the sacrifice is not complete without the Kohen saying this blessing to the people. So the sacrifice does not consist only of the actions of the ritual actions of the of the slaughter and the blood and and putting on the altar etc but it also includes this element of the kohen addressing the people and blessing the people Now once the Beis Hamikdash was no longer in practice, after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So the mitzvah of the Kohen blessing continues, and as it makes sense, it continues within the Amidah. So within the reader's repetition of the Shemona Esrei, so because our prayers become the substitute for the sacrifices, once the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, so included in our prayers specifically in the public part of it, the reader's repetition, the Kohanim say their blessing. And it appears just before the last paragraph of the Amidah, the last paragraph is Sim Shalom, the paragraph about peace, the blessing that the Kohanim gives ends with a blessing for peace, God should establish for us peace. So therefore it makes sense to thematically to insert this blessing just before this last paragraph. And, as you know, um, the blessing, the mitzvah for this blessing continues that in Israel every day, and for us outside of Israel only on Yom Tov, the Kohanim actually come to the front of the shul and we interrupt the reader's repetition, the Chazar Sashats. And the Kohanim say this blessing. <coughs> For us outside of Israel, where on a daily basis the Kohanim themselves are not saying this blessing. So, first of all, that's one good question that we're going to leave to the side today. Why is it that in Israel the Kohanim, I mean, it makes sense that the Kohanim should say Birchas Kohanim every day. Why is it that we only do it on Yom Tov? That's a good question. We'll leave that for another time. But when, for us, when we have the reader's repetition and it's not Yom Tov, so it is the Chazan who says it. 
So the chazin, the shliatzibur, the one who's 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 leading the 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 prayers, says a paragraph, but it's clear that he's not saying the blessing. He is saying this is what the kohanim are supposed to say. So the the way the text of our sitter has it, the 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 chazin, the shliatzibur, says. So the Chazan says, Hashem, we ask you to bless us as the Kohanim would normally do, and this is what the Kohanim would say. So the Chazan is saying, this is what the Kohanim would be saying, and Hashem, we ask you to bless us with what the Kohanim would be saying. That's the reason, by the way, that in our davening, outside of Israel, at the end of each line, we say the we the congregation respond with the phrase "Ken Yehi Ratzon." When the Kohanim themselves say the blessing, we respond with "Amen." Now, "Amen" means we agree and support uh, what you have just said. So, if it's the Kohanim who are supposed to say this bracha, then we respond "Amen." Yes, Hashem. Listen to what the Kohanim are saying. But if the Kohanim are not doing it, it's only the person leading the davening. So he's not the one who's doing it. He's really just saying, this is what the Kohanim are saying. So this is what the Kohanim should be saying. So then we respond and say, yes, it should be Hashem's will that he should accept as if what the Kohanim ought to be saying. Okay, that's the reason for the difference in how we respond. But the question is, clearly, the mitzvah of the Kohanim blessing the people is independent of offering the sacrifice. Yes, it's connected. Yes, I understand that. And in our Amidah, in our reader's repetition, it's thematically connected to the concept of peace. But it is, after all, an independent mitzvah. Why don't the Kohanim say it after the Amidah? As a general rule, we don't allow any interruptions within the Amidah or within the reader's repetition. And we're very, very careful about that. Now, this is, yes, thematically connected, but a lot of the prayers are thematically connected. So either they come before the Amidah or they come after the Amidah. Why don't we have the reader's repetition? Why don't we finish it? And then, as soon as we finish it, before we go to the next prayer, let the Kohanim come up and say, their, their blessing, it seems like it is an unnecessary and an uncalled for interruption in the reader's repetition. That's the question that Rabbi Tradberg's asks. So to answer this question, Rabbi Tradberg's quotes an idea from Rabbi Cook that is not said in connection with this. It's actually said in connection with the Torah reading because as you know, of course, Every Shabbos morning, every Shabbos afternoon, 
every Monday and Thursday and every Yom Tov and Rosh Chodesh, reading from the Torah is an essential part of our prayer service. It happens after the Amidah, but in fact, let's say on Shabbos morning, it is the largest part, the largest single part of the, of the service. Now, before I go to this, let's just understand one thing. I mentioned this last night. We call this Birchas Kohanim, the blessing of the Kohanim. And we say the Kohanim bless the people. Of course, that's not exactly precisely accurate. Because if we look at the passage in the Torah, in this week's Parsha, the Torah does not say the Kohanim bless the people. The Torah says the Kohanim say these words to God in order for God to bless the people. And in fact, in the text of the Parsha this Shabbos, we read that Moshe commands Aharon to say this, these words, Yivarechacha, Yo'er, Yisah, and then the next pasuk is, God says, the Samu Eshmi al Yisrael va'ani avorchem, and I, God, will place my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. In other words, the Kohanim are not blessing us; the Kohanim are asking God to bless us. It seems like a subtle difference, but it's an important difference. Now let's come back to Rav Kook. Rav Kook says, why, what is the significance of having the Torah reading as part of the Torah service? Why don't we read the Torah before the service starts? Why don't we read the Torah after the service ends? Why is it in the middle? Yes, it's after the Amidah, but it's within the service in, it, as a whole. Why is it part of the service? Says Rav Kook. Prayer is man, men and women, speaking to God and God speaking to us. The Amidah and the other prayers is where we address God and the Torah reading, Rav Kook is saying, is where God speaks to us. Right? The Torah reading is where we are reading aloud the words that God has spoken to us. So for Rav Kook, prayer is not a one-way monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. We speak to God and God speaks to us. That's what Rav Kook says about the Torah reading. Rabbi Tradberg's borrows this idea to explain the question that we're dealing with. Because the Amidah, the Shemona Esrei, is prayer par excellence. That's when we stand, we stand directly in God's presence. We address God directly. Baruch Atah Hashem. Blessed are you, God. Like I'm speaking to you, God. We are speaking to God directly. But prayer has got to be a two-way conversation. We address God, but there must be within that public prayer also a passage where God 
is addressing us. And that's Birchas Kohanim. Because what the Kohanim are saying, the Kohanim are not saying, I, um, uh, um, uh, Joe Cohen, <clears throat> I am blessing you. That's not what the Cohen is saying. What the Cohen is really saying, based on the way the our parsha explain uh, describes it, the Cohen is saying, I am invoking God to bless you now, us now, with this blessing. <coughs> and therefore. Having Birchas Koanim in the Amidah is not an interruption. It is, in fact, completing an essential aspect of prayer because it fulfills the idea that, that we are speaking to God and God is speaking to us. I've shared with you before that prayer is not simply about getting what we ask for. It is about hoping to get what we ask for and that can happen, yes. But the ultimate goal of prayer is to deepen our relationship with God. That comes from the model that we have from the karbanos, the sacrifices. Remember the word karban means to come close. It's about a relationship of intimacy with God. So, <coughs> when Rav Soloveitchik explains that the sacrifice is not completed simply by the actions, the rituals that we do for God, but it must necessarily include God speaking to us through the Kohanim's blessing, that Birchas Kohanim is an intrinsic part of the, the sacrifice, the Karban. Similarly, that will be the same idea for prayer. The prayer is not just a monologue where we speak to God. Prayer is a dialogue where we speak to God and God speaks to us. And the place that we see that is having Birchas Kohanim not after the Amidah, not ad adjacent to the Amidah, but inside, but inside the Amidah. When we pray, that's what we need to think about. And reviewing this passage, this Shabbos, should help to inspire us to remember that service to God, whether it is sacrifices or it is prayer, is not meant to be one way. It's meant to be a conversation. It's meant to be us reaching out to God and God reaching out to us, creating a closer intimacy and a relationship. That's the goal of prayer. Hopefully, very soon, we'll be able not only to have these prayers at home, in private, but at least gradually back in shul, first outside of shul, and then inside shul, hopefully it will proceed that way. But regardless, wherever we are, prayer is a dialogue. We speak to God, and God speaks to us. My friends, have a great day. Have a wonderful Shabbos. 
and I look forward to seeing you soon.